This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and I'm suing my boyfriend for being right. (laughs) I'm Brandy Posey, and I got a pitch for you. How about a Spotify year-end rap, but it's for about how many times I went to (laughs) 7-Eleven. I'm Tess Barker, and I wish sunscreen stuck to any other body part as well as it does an eyeball. (laughs) Sharks, we have an invention. And this is Lady to Lady. (laughs) Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. That's what they say in the show, right? They come out and say, "Sharks, we have an invention." Sharks? Uh, do they? Do they put a fit? <laughs> do they put a fin up on their head? Like I hope that they do that. Whatever they the like. Show something. should just be called that. Sharks, we have an invention. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! There's there's a really um, there's like a really dystopian, even more dystopian version of Shark Tank. Oh on boy. some I found on some random channel. It's a QVC host who does it, Ooh, and shit. you live during the show, you you buy which product you want. And whichever product gets bought wins wins money, like wins oh. extra money at the end. It's the most wow. capitalistic, like fucked up thing I've ever seen. And they make these people who are not good public speakers pitch on live TV in one minute. And it's insane. I'm sold. Just let me know where to watch it. Um, I, I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, anyway, just it's imagine nobody buying it and you just... it's it's so obviously like oh all their friends and family it's just about like seeing it's genius like yeah so gross and genius so it's like a bringer show for qvc items yes exactly that's bleak (laughs) that's real it's so bleak it's so bleak (laughs) it's extremely and it like it has the heads it has people from different companies sitting there says what companies are from it's like the guy from lowe's the guy from like walmart and they're like i'd like this one it's so creepy wow Oh man. Anyway, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Um <laughs> we just wanted to shout out to everybody who put us who shared us on your Spotify wrapped, unwrapped, whatever the fuck it is. Whatever, the you end of the year us, thing. We love you. And thank yeah, you for that. It was extremely touching how many people like we ended up in and also the podcasts we were at in people's top fives with are all like friends and it's just like, oh, it's just beautiful yeah, just to see was, everybody. Just That was nice. Yeah, it's really, really great. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to uh, Kate Schroeder, who if you can find her on Instagram, she's Kate Schroeder Ceramics. It's S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R. Um, I ordered this really cute like mini mom oh uh, incense well, burner. So it looks cute. like a 1970s like stove that you can like burn incense in. And it's super cute. And I got it in the mail and she sent me a card that was like, I had to look and see if you were Brandy from Lady to Lady. So it's just like her being a listener was just like a perfect small moment for me. And she sent like some extra like incense for me. And it was just really, it just Aww. just made me feel like people are listening. I love that. <laughs> It was really, I hope really people touching. are. I mean, no, I know. Is... I just you just you forget sometimes because especially you know, this last year we've been like on Zoom. And no, everything it's and yeah, it's, not a lot of person to person contact. Very, very. It was very, very touching, and I appreciate that. Feels that feels as small town as we can get at this in this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But we'll be seeing some of you live next year. Oh my god! Oh my god. Yes, we are going back to Sketchfest in San Francisco. So I'm so excited. excited. Yes. What a great way to kick off the year. I'm fucking stoked. I'm like um, so glad because I always get sad after Christmas ends and it's so nice to have like a fun thing planned after. Immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Absolutely. we are going to be, we got two shows. Uh, we're there January 7th and January 8th, which is the opening weekend of the festival. Mm-hmm. So we have a, we're hosting a stand-up showcase like we did last time we were there on Friday the 7th at Brava Cabaret. That's at 10, 15 PM. And then we're doing a live podcast. Yay. On the 8th at 8 p.m. at Piano Fight. So come to one, come to both. We are so excited. We love, love, love meeting you guys in person. And like so many of the Bay Area fans that we've met have just been so awesome. So please come out. So fun. You can get tickets at sfsketchfest.com already. Yeah, there's a crazy lineups all weekend. So come out, see a bunch of shows, hang out with us. Get some burritos. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. All right. Who do we have on the show today, ladies? Oh, my God. So excited. They've got an amazing podcast called How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. 
the first half is about how to survive natural disasters. And the second half, they have a guest on who comes to discuss something they've survived, you know, embarrassing and hilarious stories. Oh, my God. Let's just bring on our guests. Danielle Koenig and Chris Kimmel. Hi. Hi. Hello. Woo-hoo. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us today. I have a question. Can you guys each say your name and then a fun fact about you so our listeners like know how, whose voice is who? Okay. <laughs> Um, fun fact i feel like a fun fact is a lot to ask from someone cold (laughs) i got one but it's gonna age me but that's okay everyone knows how old i am ish um i'm danielle koenig i'm the one with the annoying nasally stuffed up voice um we're looking into it i don't know what's going on i'm getting my hearing tested today so we'll see that's great, um, fact, fact. great fact. Great no, fact. Great fact. No. My fun fact. <laughs> yeah, that does age me, actually. My fun fact <laughs> is that I performed in the opening ceremonies of the 1984 Olympics as a dancer. Wow, that's Angeles. a really fun fact. Whoa. That's a good one, right? That's wonderful. Yeah. Where was it? In Los Angeles. I'm nice. from LA. Yeah. Are you guys all one. in LA? I don't even know. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I'm from here. Me too. Oh, mm-hmm. whereabouts? Uh, Ventura County, actually. Oh, psh, don't from- even. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I am from here because as soon as I turned 16, I started driving down here all the time and I never left. So I feel like. Oh, God. I feel all right. from here. That's more, much more from here than me, which is I lived in Salt Lake City. So I feel like Ventura counts as from here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and actually from Camarillo, which is further south than Ventura. Where are you from, Brandy? <laughs> I'm from Maryland originally. Okay. Um, so, you know, not from here. Not from here. 15 years from here. No, I'll that's, say that. that we'll count it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, Once you get your decade, I think it's good. Okay, yeah. Christine, Christine. we need I'm your a, okay. hot fact. My hot fact. All right. I'm Christine. And my fun fact is once I worked on a cruise ship. Oh. oh Doing my God. what? Doing what? Yes. This. Yeah. Well, it's... A long, crazy story, so I won't get into it. But okay. I worked in crew, which you don't oh, want to okay. do as an American. Okay. And yeah. I had to escape, basically. Wow. Are you, like, uh, yeah, are you are a fugitive? Yeah, those are horrible jobs. Yeah, they're horrible, <laughs> and they never hire Americans. Uh, they warned me about it before mm-hmm. I even left land. The people who hire, they're like, we don't ever hire Americans. And I was like, I got this. I've worked as a bartender and a waitress. I can, I can hold trays. Yeah. And they were like, I don't think you understand. We don't hire Americans for these jobs. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't think you've met me. I'm from Ohio. I'm right, from like of the earth. coal miners. I've worked in a factory. I can do this. And they were like, okay. And then I got there and I was like, oh, <laughs> I cannot do this. So they were like, we can treat other people shitty, more shitty than Americans will be yes. treated. Basically. For sure. For sure. Your hours and are I, like. And it turned out to be true. You work it's, all through yeah. the day and all through the night. And you do that every day. But on one day, you get half a day off. Like, it's just <gasps> around the clock. Right. And also, like, we don't have to help you if you get hurt. Uh, oh, yeah. Here's yeah, the, yeah. the first thing my roommate said to me was, don't walk in the hallways alone. Women have been getting raped. Jesus oh my God. Was Ooh. this a cruise from but- Succession? <laughs> <laughs> I am from that show. To be, so. you're to be the fair, character. Though, to be fair, Chris, you were staying on the rape deck, right? I was. I yeah. was. Okay. So, so right, much right, worse right. than the poop deck. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of worse. Is it, I feel like cruises are kind of like the fast fashion of vacations. Like the, you're yes. explaining like, yes. why is this so cheap? And now we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're really. They, I've never felt like more of a white devil in my life than whenever I've I've been yeah. on a cruise once, and I like, oh man, I like didn't want to go, but it was kind of like a family thing I had to go on, and the whole time I kept just being like, let me throw money at everybody. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh God, I hate this. <laughs> the important thing is that you survived your cruise ship job. I did. And, um, is that something you guys have talked about on your podcast? How to survive with Danielle and Christine. Look at that transition, baby. I know, right? <laughs> you, you've got your transitions down. I'll tell you that. Um, I, we've maybe briefly mentioned it. We're saving yeah, think, it for I like we this show. we teased it and then we didn't do it. So we have to, yeah, we'll have to call it back sometime. So what got you guys both interested in survival besides, I guess, wanting to be alive? 
That's <laughs> probably a big one. I think um, we have different survival desires. I think mine is more of an interest in like, I'm fascinated by uh, major catastrophes. I'm I'm just always been interested in, um, I'm not a doomsday prepper, but just like, but you know, she I'm could be talked per- into it. <laughs> You're into like Mother Nature true crime. Yeah, that- I am. Like, okay. I'm, that's that's my that's my jam. So I'm that person mm-hmm. who, if I'm at a hotel, I'm counting the doors to the fire escape. It's just mm. like comes naturally for me. Oh, I didn't and know I think Danielle's more interested awesome. into the like. Uh, How do I survive the day to day of life? The day to day anxieties, crushing the crushing self doubt and uh, worries. So, so we were like, we could smash those together and make a show. (laughs) That would work. Love it. Um, (laughs) And do have either one of you ever? I used to do this as a child, which made theme parks very fun. Whenever I'd ride that like swing ride, (laughs) I would go around it and I'd be like, if the if I if the swing broke off now, I would land on that tree. I would land on the top of that house. I would. That's how I would survive this ride. I would constantly just find the places that I would will myself to land to survive every ride that I ever went on as a child. Is that so? Were wow. you enjoying something? these rides? <laughs> yes, because it was me just pumping myself up to live. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I'm not a big ride person, so I wouldn't have to do that because I would just be like, no, I'm I on definitely the ground the la- a pretzel. The last time I went on a roller coaster, the whole time I was like, why? Why do we do this? This is fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. We've gone this far. We've survived so much. Why are we doing this to ourselves? I love roller coasters. Like if it was up to me, I would ride one every morning. Um instead of a wow. instead of a coffee or with a coffee? With a coffee. I fucking course, love roller coasters. Like I never have anyone who wants to go to Six Flags with me. The parking's expensive. It's like way out in Valencia, but like I'm always I have the opposite reaction. They also scare me, but I'm like, this is mm-hmm. so cool that I can be this scared on something that's like safe. yeah well that's what we try to tell my son to get him to to branch out more but he he's not buying it and neither am i (laughs) it's just just scary that's the hard part is it's like you know it's safe most for the most part you know like 99.9 percent of the time but like you still in your head are like this is going to be the time the earth's going to crack open and I'm going to fall off of this roller coaster or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. I always have that thought that's like, people do die when they ride roller coasters. Why shouldn't it be me? Oh, Jesus. Mm. You know what I mean? Or, See, this or is why we have like, the show because she just assumes she's going to die in every scenario. I always assume it's going to happen. Like every bad thing. That's why the pandemic didn't surprise our, me at all. I was like, of course we're in a pandemic. I knew this was this was going to come. Our good um, pal, friend of the show, Erin Lampart, who's getting married next year, she also has a lot of, you know, just anxiety. And she said something the other day where she was like, she's getting married and she was like, um, what if someone drowns at the wedding? <gasps> just like, is it in the ocean? Is it's her wedding in, in Mexico? I mean, <laughs> and so it was just like That's such hysterical. a funny, like ultimate, ultimate yes. anxiety. That That's was like anxiety this is just in a perfect. nutshell. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> our show is for her, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Our show is, I'll, yeah. What are the big things that you think most people are not thinking about that we should be getting ready for in terms of survival, like top line? Oh, tsunamis for sure. Yeah, we really. Did, yeah, we recently did mm-hmm. a tsunami episode, and what we do is we take like a serious topic. And uh, bullshit our way through it. I don't mean that. I mean, we Google. We <laughs> but know we're how not to use experts. The internet. We don't claim <laughs> right. to be experts. We're on Wikipedia, okay? So, uh, right. yes. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't yeah. claim to be experts, but we walk each other through how to survive a particular thing. And, um, and we are, you know, it's primarily a comedy show. So we're, we're joking the whole time, but we're also learning. And then in the second half, we have on a guest and we sort of tie whatever story they've survived. And it's not a, it's not a traumatic story. It's more of like a funny, embarrassing story. Right. So the one that came out this week was tsunamis and peeing your pants. So mm. we had Christine <laughs> Blackburn on and she told a hysterical story about completely soaking her pants at a football game in like 30 degree weather <laughs> after drinking Ooh. too many beers. So that's sort of, yeah. That's horrible because <laughs> the water probably like ice, the, the water, the pee probably ices in your jeans, huh? It, she yeah. was just so uncomfortable and she had so many layers on and she had to like get rid of layers and, oh. and like was, snow pants and long yeah, like, perka and she had to take it all off in the bathroom <laughs> and it was like, 
going into other people's stalls. Yeah, was, <laughs> you know, as an adult. Yeah, like this just yeah. happened a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like when she was nine. Yeah. So that's what we're getting from people. Yeah. It's the stories that humiliate them. Yeah. It's just kind of being prepared. It's like having things in your car. Like I got this thing that they should be a sponsor of our show, but the um, Life Hammer, which is mm-hmm. to crack open your car window. And mm-hmm. um, like, I didn't have that before. So in now I have it. Wa- car is Sorry, yeah, in, water. in case you're right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. In water. Although you can yeah. How probably you use it as a that? weapon. I guess you have to keep it very close by, right? You're actually so, supposed. Go ahead, Danielle. No, I was just gonna say, I just put it in my console. Oh, but, okay, okay. okay. But I like that. I'm going to yeah. ask for that for my stocking stuffer this yes. year. I, I think well, ask I for the life like hammer. Life, yeah. 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 My dad. And honestly, a dad, my dad would love to buy oh, me a life hammer. Dads that love yes. to get those kind of gifts for their daughters. Yeah. This, is, this is good. This is coming out before the holidays. This is a, this is a yeah. great stocking stuffer idea. <laughs> We're all dads out there. You know what's a good dad stocking stuffer that saved my ass once is a uh, fix a flat. You guys roll with fix a flat? No. No, it's the spray. It's like spray. Yeah, it's like spray yeah. if you get a flat tire. Because fuck me, I'm not fucking changing a tire. Yeah. I, mean, I did it once just so I would know how to do it. But um, it's like the little spray can and it'll get you to a gas station. You just like put the shit in your tire. Oh, that's nice. controversial. My dad told me never to use that. Why? Because uh, yeah. he, he said it ruins the, the inside of the tire and you have to get an all new tire. Well, don't you probably. But that might be wrong. That might be wrong. Anyway, I don't know. Right. Yeah, it depends on what anyway. the hole is. Also, yeah. now I mean, I cars know. aren't even coming with spares. Yeah, I hate that. You I just don't have to get this it. weird kit in the back that you have to figure out how to use. What? They made it harder? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the cars don't have spares now. So what do you do? You just have to call someone, right? I'm like, I'm going to call AAA. I'm not yeah. touching anything back there. <laughs> I mean, I actually like, made That's your general rule in life. I made <laughs> to watch anything me like change a tire once because I realized like no one had ever taught me how to change a tire. So I had to have my husband like watch me change a tire and be like, can you kind of make sure I know how to do this? Yeah, I've never... done it before, but I fucking probably don't remember how to know. No. Yeah, I... I I know how to do it probably on a car from the 70s, but now the new ones have all these locks on lug nuts and it's... Oh, well, yeah, that's I mean, a thing. according to, you know, Blade Runner, we were supposed to have hover cars by now. Yeah, so. where are those? Yeah. TikTok. I feel like you know? this whole tire problem should be solved at this point. <laughs> yeah, my husband yeah. keeps saying... My my kids aren't oh, yeah. gonna have to learn how to drive. Like our kids probably aren't even gonna have to learn how to drive. And I'm like, stop that. Yes, they are. Oh. The car industry is not gonna let cars go away. No, <laughs> no, but they would self-driving, self-driving cars. Driving, They're though. gonna be self-driving. Yeah, yeah. Soon, and I can't wait. Like I cannot wait to be able to just like take a nap, <laughs> fucking do my totally. makeup, relax. It's gonna yes. be like a living room that we just sit in. It's gonna be great. The control we definitely need more time with our phones. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Well, then by then the our phones would be built into our arms and stuff too. So nice. Great. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. The important thing is eyes. the future is so bright. We're all gonna need to wear shades. Yes. From the radi- from the radiation. Well, yeah coming because there's no more ozone layer yeah. Right? yeah i feel like as far as like prepping goes like of course i've got your basics you know like some food and water and stuff like that but i also like i, I was watching a lot of disaster movies this year and i was like it truly just depends on where you are when it happens because like right if you're fucking yeah on a, in a car on a giant freeway when an earthquake hits like you're probably fucked you know yeah right like so. we covered um fires wildfires and there are certain things you can know ahead of time so in that case um you know if you have a long time before it gets to your house you know what to do you put out all these bottles you put out all these buckets of water for the firemen to come it's like a whole thing you feng shui your your house house. yeah you take off the curtains like there's a whole like we learned yeah so some you're right some things are but that's the other thing is if you know our information ahead of time in an emergency might pop back in your head and then you could yeah yeah quickly totally well i mean that's i will never forget i read something on the internet about like if you ever see a dog fight this is what you have to do you have to pick up their hind legs like a wheelbarrow and stick your thumb in the dog's asshole and that will unclench its jaws and i was in a situation once where a a dog was attacking a small dog and i didn't even freak out at all like that little internet meme just popped into my head i calmly stuck my thumb in his asshole are you kidding it worked yeah that's amazing yeah I mean, that would stop me in a fight, I gotta say. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> that'll get your attention. Yeah. yeah. I am, that's a very good piece Done. of advice, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, how would you, 
Okay, how big was the dog? It was a big dog. And so you were and able you weren't to afraid do the dog would turn around was, and bite you? Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I also, like, that's kind of usually my reaction to, like, scary situations is I'm pretty calm. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of calmly lifted his legs up. And no, I wasn't afraid he would bite me, really. I don't know. I mean, I guess I just... It was such was he, an urgent situation. I didn't have time to think about it. Yeah. I feel like the options are like, it's like, I need to stop this. Yeah. This is, That's know. fantastic. Was he your dog? It was a dog that I was like fostering. Oh. That I, like, that I had just gotten out of the shelter. Yeah. Good job. Like okay. So he had seen tough times. Yeah. And you, yeah. yeah, you were laying really down some. I my finger in a dog's asshole. You'll do it. I don't know. Dog. I don't know if anybody could hear it, <laughs> but when you started talking about that, my dog from my bedroom started. He's barking now because he's like, I don't, I don't like what Tess is telling. When, when a dog is being well, problematic, Jack. you stick a finger in their asshole. It's like, well, sorry, little man. That's just okay, how it's like be. get over it. It's 2021. Yeah, explore yeah. back there a little bit. You I know was, what I mean? I was gonna say maybe it's the opposite, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna start picking fights with little dogs, so I can. <laughs> just saying. Light bulbs going adventurous, off. My adventurous little son. Yeah, um, yeah. I had a, I had a friend recently have to deal with a really horrible dog fight, and it was bad. They ended up having to put one of the dogs down. Oh, no. And um, I I thought that's what came into my head is I didn't tell her because it was like after the fact. I'm like, it's not going to help me if I'm like, by the way, you should have stuck your finger up its ass. You know, <laughs> you know yeah, you it felt this. like a weird, yeah, it felt right. like a weird like, hey, you should. Flex. I didn't say it. But. Yeah. <laughs> Well, now our <laughs> listeners know. I hope that helps someone else. Yeah, that is. I feel like very good. That's a great piece okay, of we're advice. gonna we're gonna take a break on that. The more you know, moment. Everyone. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And say your name. I'm sorry. We didn't tell you. you Sorry. (laughs) I kind of thought maybe that's what we're supposed to be doing, but I wasn't sure. (laughs) Welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, We're going to play a game. There's no wrong answers to this, but also don't fuck it up. Seriously. Yeah. Pressure's on. Business. Business. Please be advised. Questions. Business questions. Are we moving the needle? We've got some business. Pull up a chair. Would you like some water? Business Business questions. questions. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) it's called business questions, if you didn't get that. We're going to see if you guys can survive a job interview. (laughs) (laughs) Take this any way you want. This is not. But, um, okay, I know we already did the fact, but how about... What is your biggest weakness and your biggest strength? Oh, this is a job interview. Okay, so it's my turn, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what is my biggest weakness and my biggest strength? My biggest weakness is um, caring too much mm-hmm. about my job mm-hmm. and <laughs> um, sometimes having blinders on. Like, I don't even know what else is going on. I'm just focused on my job. This is so good. <laughs> We've never heard this before. And, right. <laughs> And my biggest strength is that I um, am a people person and I bring in bagels every, every Friday. Wow. Can you imagine saying to anyone, I'm a people person at this point in (laughs) life? I think I probably have said that in a job interview, honestly. I probably have. Oh, I'm just thinking about that in like this age (laughs) and time being like, I'm a people person in the world. Yeah. Oh, man. Now I want a bagel. Okay, go ahead. All right. <laughs> um, I'm ready for this. Okay. My biggest weakness is, I would say, my pelvic floor. <laughs> um, I cannot jump on a trampoline. I will wet myself. So if this job requires trampoline jumping. We do have a lot of, yeah, yeah. I team do building to. exercises. That's going to be tough. <laughs> I will need to know ahead of time so I can bring a thick pad. Um, my biggest strength. I would say is my um, my pol- my molars. My molars are very strong, so I can <laughs> I can wow. bite down on things if you need me to. Oh, that's great! Okay. Well, that, that's great because what our job, what our company is, is somebody jumping up and down on a trampoline while chewing while chewing um, bagels. Yes. Yeah, bagels. Oh, Danielle brought need in a lot of. So yeah, she can strength. only do half of it. By the way, I, speaking of chewing bagels, how do we feel about chewing chewy bagels? 
Mm. Great. No, Great? Well, you're, I mean, your bagel should be toasted, so. Yeah, I like that. I mean, that's I don't mean, super chewy, but a little bit chewy. Mm. I feel like Los Angeles has a huge chewy bagel problem. It's too, like chewy? too chewy? Too chewy. Everything's too chewy. Yeah. There, Adam <laughs> wanted, my boyfriend wanted to, he was like, what if we had a restaurant where everything was chewy? Oh. Ew. What? Ew. No, one, no one's got time for that, Adam. <laughs> okay. He like, loves his chewy food? Like, what were his examples? <laughs> I mean, what what's chewy? Um, gummy Laffy bears? Taffy? Yeah. Steak? <laughs> I think I think Adam is just really into ASMR. <laughs> He's not. Trust me, because he gets really grossed out every time I put on any ASMR. <laughs> Yet he He's... wants to open a chewy restaurant. Oh, that's so weird. You gotta I don't get out like of the sound of chewing. So I don't think I could ever go to that restaurant. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Can you imagine walking in there? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nightmare. Would... No music. No music whatsoever. I'll be able to sit in it. Sit in your chewing. Just hearing the, a bunch of people chewing. I love it. I don't it's a know horror why. Film. I don't like it in real in person, but I watch ASMR videos. Of but not eating. of people chewing. It's people eating. That's that's the ASMR videos you watch. Uh, some of them. I watch a bunch wow. of different ones. What kind of food? Honestly, it's <sighs> when I'm craving. It's like crunchy. It's just like eating like crunchy stuff, like okay, mozzarella I, sticks. Mozzarella oh my sticks. Gosh. We could I get. I, I would never call a mozzarella stick crunchy. Well, well, interesting. You have watched is. the videos that I. <laughs> onion rings, fried chicken. Oh my god, oh, Christine! We could get your husband a job as an ASMR with the uh, popsicles. Oh yeah, he bites he, down on popsicles, and no. it makes me want to murder him oh, put it on oh, youtube yeah, get a second his own house channel he could have his own separate popsicle biting. yeah tell him where that. he does it where does he do in it? bed what yeah <laughs> what like has he always for a night this? is this for for a night? Wait, yeah. wait wait hold on keep going tell us more about this so <laughs> four popsicles a night in mm-hmm. bed mm-hmm. and it's what like a fruit. and he knows I'm imagining he knows fruit, i hate it like ice what kind of popsicle they're yeah. like the brand that's juice. So they're is that like, otter, otter pops. No, they're no real they're like, juice. That's like real juice, juice <laughs> on a stick. Okay, they're called right. like out outshine, outshine, outshine. And they're like the one flavor I hate the most, which I cannot stand, is pineapple, and I can smell it. And he sometimes he gets the big ones, and so they take longer to eat. And it's just that sound of the biting into the ice. Oh my god! Imagine watching Succession next to somebody just the whole time is biting down on a popsicle. One after in the plastic, ripping the plastic off. Bite, 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 bite. So how am I still all. married? I'll I watch know. it. I will watch this you will YouTube watch channel. I have really sensitive teeth. This is giving me anxiety. Um, yeah. yeah. I know. I'm like, I'm I hate my teeth it so much. Wolf. And he knows it. And I'm just like, how are you torturing me this way? He thinks it, I'm the asshole. Am I the asshole? Should no, I write no. into AITA? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, you should write in write so you can Reddit. get validated because you are not the asshole. <laughs> I'm so tortured by it. Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to leave you because you do this. And I, I can't be in this marriage anymore. It feels what aggressive he... that he does it in bed. Yes. Can he have yes. a little popsicle room to chomp down on him? I, maybe I could build one. That would be good. And did he do this before you got married? No. Oh, he tricked you. Wow. He's a chronic eater. Like, he eats all the time. Uh Uh-huh. I think Uh because he's trying not to smoke, even though he secretly vapes, and I know it. Uh Uh-huh. But it's like, because he can't can't smoke. So it's like, he's like, I got to be putting something here. What about gum? Just chew gum the whole, like, a piece of gum for, like, hours. That's not the same thing. You're not, like, actively. He he wants it to be, like... That a popsicle agree. makes a lot of sense. It's a st- It's like a constant uh, motion. I think you should get him like an isolation. Like um, they had it on Get Smart. Another like an apartment. Oh, yeah, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like you put like a like a like a silence, a cone of silence, cone of silence over him. Yeah. yeah, next to you in bed. That's a really um, good idea. Or I just buy yeah. earplugs. Does he go I... up and get the second, third, and fourth one oh, separately question. each time? Some, he start. He's. It's getting worse. He started getting two at a time now, so he doesn't have to get up as much. Oh. But don't they I melt? How do they not melt? Yeah. I guess he he's so fast. Them. He's biting yeah. them. Oh. He's biting I think, like... <laughs> I think you need to start a cold war and just start leaving them on the counter by accident. Um, <laughs> wait, so, so I assume 
he's buying these popsicles yes. for himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be like, I have to run to Ralph's. We need milk. And I'm and like, no, we know what you're really getting. Popsicles. <laughs> and so you can vape on the way on the way back. Wow. wow. What, what about if you life, just let him vape in bed? Of husbands. Wouldn't vaping oh, yeah. in bed be preferable to popsicles? Well, I told him I don't want vaping in the house anymore because oh, okay. I know he secretly vapes in the bathroom. And I'm like, it's still weird chemicals in my house. Yeah. yeah. With kids, mm-hmm. they use that bathroom. Don't vape yeah, in the house. Yeah, and the, the weird, like, weird flavors that vaping has, like, mm-hmm. those leftover smells. I don't I think gonna... they're, I don't know if it's that, but it's also like, I smoked for a long time and I quit and I don't want the temptation there. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm I just like, so. if I have a bad day, there's times where I'm like, oh, I could find one of his hidden vape pens and I could just smoke it because life is fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just in Vegas and smoking is like not as prevalent now. They have actual yeah. smoking areas in the casinos and it really weirded yeah. me out. Oh, wow. Like, wow. Yeah, that's because- not the case off the strip. Uh, okay. The all, casino all we were in, in, they were like, <laughs> yeah, it was like in old Vegas. Blown. Absolutely. Yeah. Or I guess like we were out in Henderson, which is what it even is that. I think is just a cigarette. It's just a huge cigarette. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in a casino for like 20 minutes and my hair smelled like cigs for like three days. Oof, I was going to say, yeah. usually when, yeah, because when, usually when you're in Vegas, like you have to, you know, exchange your eyeballs when you get home and like burn all your clothes <laughs> and, you know, shave off your hair and start over. I mean, yeah, totally. No other way to do it. New skin cells, everything. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. But get worth it. It's fun. Yeah. I am... I'm still processing the popsicle. <laughs> yeah, that's... To me, that's it's a, the biting it. I think the biting it is the, is the hardest no, part that's, for me to swallow. That's, that is aggressive. Is he keeping the sticks to build, like, a frame saying, I'm sorry for being a pain in the ass or something? <laughs> that's a good idea. It <laughs> yeah. could be a good holiday gift. Yes. yes, it's all part of a master plan to build something for you out of popsicle Probably to bury sticks. me in. Oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Building his own man cave, popsicle cave. <laughs> okay, next question. Next question. Okay. You can answer this as yourself or as our interviewee. It's your Yeah, decision. I realized I kind of uh fucked that whole first uh thing. No, up. you can't fuck it up. No, no, no. Oh, it was perfect. Okay. Yeah, but I I did it like cliche joke answers and I was supposed to answer it in a okay. Anyway. I'm just no, gonna beat myself I, up. We for the don't next give time. we give zero direction, so it's it's a yeah, it's all it's your fault, you guys. It's you both fault. are crushing it's, this oh my interview God, so fault. far. <laughs> hey, what kind of work environment do you like best? Um, one where I'm the only person around. I like working <laughs> from home, it turns out. Um, that's not actually completely true because when I'm doing something fun, I like to be around other people. Um, right. And I've had jobs that are really fun and the people are funny. But when there are sticks in the mud, it's a, it's a pain. I don't – I Yeah. I, I kind of yeah. have the best of both worlds when I get to work from home, you know? Do you have, like, a, your own, like, office set up there or, like... Well, I'm in an office, which you can't tell because my husband decided to put this Happy Hanukkah um, <laughs> background Bathroom. behind me. And it's annoying because all of them are lit. And today's yeah. only the... It's not correct. Fifth mm-hmm. day? Something? I think so. Fifth day? Um, but he's a Gentile, so he doesn't know. Um but uh, yes, we have an office, but the problem is my husband and I share an office and he likes to listen to really loud music um, that it's oh. not usually good. And um, I cannot <laughs> concentrate at all with any music on. Like I just, I can't do it. I need like total silence. So, or I'll put the news on in the background or something, but usually even then I have to turn it off eventually. So mm-hmm. So sometimes so what I just do. You have, do? How do you? Well, you sometimes just I just have out? to bring my computer out to the dining room and work out there. Mm. Sounds like it's this is on purpose. I think you yeah. need to start eating popsicles in mm-hmm. his ear. So he can't he stand would, me eating anything. I mean, yeah. he's 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 really drawing up papers as we speak because he cannot take me <laughs> eating anything. Apparently, it's gotten really worse, and I do crazy things that no other human being has ever done. Wait, does he have misophonia? Yeah. What oh, is that? yeah. Misophonia. It's it's just when you can't stand other people chewing. The sounds of chewing or like clearing your throat and stuff are just really, really loud and you can't handle it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have it with him and he has it with me. But I don't know if that's just marriage marriage. or misophonia. Yeah. Yeah. That just might be living with the same person for years and years. Yeah. (laughs) I've had it though, like with roommates over the years too. I remember having it with other people. So I feel like 
maybe it's real. Well, mm-hmm. my, my boyfriend and my roommate both have it. And it's like, it's usually related to, uh, it's usually related to like childhood trauma of some kind because you're such, a, you become hyper aware oh. at a certain point. So it's a hyper awareness that like clues into like every sound around you kind of. Oh, wow. So like, especially like chewing and stuff is this like, um, it's like things that it's like, I'd be quietly clearing my throat like across the room. They're like, what's happening over there? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't even hear myself doing it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I have to stuff. be careful yeah. that I'm not constantly like reprimanding my kids for noises they're making because they'll just mm-hmm. be like doing little things that are like tap, 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 tap with their <laughs> finger and I'll just be like, Gaga. oh, God, I want them to stop that. I really, this is, oh, God, it's really bothering me. And so I, I, I'm like, is it, could you please stop doing that? Like I'm trying to be really nice about it, you know, or I'll just walk yeah. away. Mm-hmm. because but I, I realized I told Danielle this my kids have it too because we went to the oh. Van Gogh exhibit you know the live interactive <laughs> yeah. thing yeah. that Danielle and I were saying how it's like people can't just go see art anymore it has to be like live <laughs> concert Van Gogh you know and we're yeah. bringing art to you yeah it's rock and roll art yeah. and so we yeah. went in meanwhile we both went separately my husband <laughs> bought the tickets he was so excited to take us to this cultural thing and we got there at the end, and so I and I saw in the credits that Tom York was one of the music producers, and I was Ooh. like, oh, okay, this is going to be weird, yeah, but cool. Yeah. And then the music started, and it was like kaboom, and me and my kids all at the same time, even though we're in separate places, all stuck our fingers in our ears, and we're like, ah. <laughs> and I looked around, and everyone else was fine. Like, no one was bothered by it. And my kids were like, this is terrible. It's hurting my ears. And I was like, I know, me too. And we left because we couldn't handle how loud it was. Oh, wow. And my husband was so annoyed. He was like, oh, God. You texted oh, him. My God. She texted him from the car. It was like, we're in the car. We're in the car. And he was like, well, do you want to go back in? I'll sit out here with the kids and then you can go. And I was like, no, that was hurting my ears. It hurt. And so I was like, I think they inherited my dumb sensitivity. <laughs> So your perfect work environment would be a float tank, is what yeah, you're silent <laughs> float tank uh, alone. No, you know what? I I think if I could pick it, it would be like me, some other women I really like who are funny. Um, people bring us good coffee all day mm-hmm. and money, and we mm-hmm. just get to say our funny ideas, and then we go like be on a TV show for a while. <laughs> come back say more funny ideas people make those ideas and then we go get massages great uh yeah Sounds i would really like to apply good. for this job i know we're interviewing you but i would like to work there <laughs> yeah, yeah i think it's a it's like a collective production company of smart funny women who make stuff that sounds and be wow. in stuff that's so, great but we what kind of snacks. resumes for you what um. kind of snacks will we have what kind of snacks, snacks. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I think there's got to be like the like period cabinet for the week you're on your period. And that's just Mm -hmm. bullshit chocolate and chunky monkey and whatever ice cream you like. And then the rest of the time we have a chef there who's preparing like healthy salads and organic food and, you know, vegetarian stuff for the vegetarians. Just, it, you know. An omelet, if you want an omelet. We have an omelet bar. Wow. I love this for us. Yeah, Yeah, I do too. I love that. You know, I've been watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and I've never watched any Real Housewives before, but I'm guessing this is incredible. It's It's really good. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know if anyone here can confirm that this is a thing on the other versions of it, but whenever they go on like a girl's trip somewhere, they have a chef that's just there. Yes, like, that is that always exists everywhere. And I was just like, this is just wow. so not my version of what a trip usually is. It's like they also, everyone. Yeah, they also bring their own hair and makeup people. You have to. Yes. For oh, the trips. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, recently Damn. on Beverly Hills, they were all really skewed because of COVID. They had to carry their own luggage. And it was like a plot point. Like all the ladies were <laughs> Are so you serious? That, well, because they bring like 19 suitcases for a weekend. Right, right, right. Did you so say like, skewed? You were so skewed? They were. I don't, yeah, they were just Is like that skewed. like a current word? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What does I that mean? I think it's just me. It's just me using the word. Okay. You know, like salty. I like it. Like... I like it. That's yeah, so funny. Too. I want to. 
Okay, something you're talking about the Van Gogh exhibit, and um, I did not know. I don't know much about him, you know, but I didn't know that he he died before he got famous. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, know. I had no clue that like that all happened after he died. I'm like, what a fucking mind fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, that sucks. that's what it tells you before you go in. Like, there's some facts about him on oh, the wall. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well now I'm just thoroughly depressed. Like, this is not even like the guy went crazy. Yeah. yeah. Off part of his ear, lived in poverty. Like, yeah. I and don't... now, the, who knows who the fuck is making all this money off of him now? But right. Someone... That's true. I don't who know. does run the Van Gogh estate? Someone's making that money off of that. It it was estate. initially, I think, his uh, his sister-in-law or somebody related to him by marriage like was the first person to really start pushing his stuff after oh. he passed away. Yeah, because he was close so to I, his I mean, brother. I don't, I, don't, I don't know where it went through there, yeah. But, that was um, several man. generations ago. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah, there's there is this episode of of Doctor Who uh, that is like the most emotional thing I've ever seen where it's like so they hop to different time periods and interact with like different historical figures and they go back in time and they meet Van Gogh and he's depressed. He's like trying to kill himself and they bring him forward to an exhibit of his work and it's like him watching people just like talk about his work and like how much he like is appreciated and it's like people being like you look like this guy and and it's them like talking about his work to him and it's just like him just being really happy and fulfilled and then they take him back to his time period and um you know he still kills himself but uh, really (laughs) i was like i feel like he'd be like oh never mind i'm good yeah Yeah. so satisfying though i'm glad they didn't take him to the van gogh um. <laughs> yeah. No, virtual no, no. rock and roll exhibition. <laughs> then he would have done yeah. it sooner. Yeah. yeah. Then he yeah. just yeah. wouldn't have even waited to go back. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, exactly. I thought the same thing. I just watched Tick Tick Boom. Same situation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the fact that he wrote a musical about how he was running out of time. I know mm-hmm. it was crazy when he was thirty, and like if he hadn't died, he'd be like, "Fuck you!" But like, it's so prophetic and crazy, and like, I don't know. It's really Tragic. crazy. Yeah. Tragic. What? It's about Jonathan Larson who wrote Rent. Yes. Who died, oh, and he okay. died very, Sorry, he died yes. like literally like before. the day before Rent. Rent yeah, he had yeah, a yeah. brain. Um, An aneurysm? Or? Yeah, yeah it's, it, I looked it up wow. in Wikipedia and it's, some, it's something more technical than that, but it's basically an aneurysm. His gotcha, brain just yeah. went boop. And Do you guys ever think them. like, man, I, it would be interesting. I want to like hear what people would say when I die. <laughs> Of course. The, yeah, the Tom Sawyer. Oh, of course. Thing, right? Well, who just did that? Was that on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. 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 Um, that they did like a Tom Sawyer. Oh, well, Albert Brooks was had his own like uh, his own funeral and yeah. he watched it. <laughs> and Larry um, and like, it doesn't like, count if they know you're alive still. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to say the You'd real shit. You have to fake your death and then watch. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I think the closest thing you can come to that is getting roasted. Yeah, that is but, true. Oh my God, yes. I'm roasting someone this weekend who I don't know very well and I need to, to thank you for reminding me I need to write some roast. <laughs> what is the context? <laughs> she just like p- posted on her Instagram like who, ro- I like I like writing roast jokes. I feel like they're a fun formula, you know, and she was yeah. like, who wants to roast me on my birthday? And I was like, sure, I'll do it. So, so you're going, are you going to the party and then you have to, to the roast? Party. Okay. And I'm oh, wow. roasting her. So I was like, I need to ask her some questions about herself like today so I can like get yeah. some intel and, and write about yeah. her. She's a magician. Oh, so that right that's there. 20 that's, minutes. Yeah, yeah exactly. You got this. Yeah. A female magician? A, come on. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that like I'm itself. pretty set already. What are the things you're afraid that people are going to find out about you? And I'm going to, yeah. And then write jokes from there. Perfect. <laughs> right, exactly. Like she's going to write. My husband got roasted then, um, like as his sort of... Like before we got married, it was his like mm-hmm. part of his bachelor thing is that he Aww. all of his friends and all of his friends are comics, so right. they all roasted him. I mean, we were there, I was there, and it was really funny. It was great. It's yeah. fun. I got roasted once for a birthday, and like I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my life. Like oh, you is- were good. So were you? Was there anything where you were like, oh god, oh god, oh god? Like I don't remember. No. I- not I don't really. Think, I don't think there was anything too crazy. Yeah. No, no I don't remember. No. Did you guys I, I roast felt- her? I think mm-hmm. Babs, you roasted me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Babs did. Yeah, um, I remember being there. But yeah. It was a pleasure. It was a truly a pleasure. I felt so, like, seen and loved. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I don't know. Babs, I think Babs Christine and I are so sensitive. I don't know if we could handle it. What mm-hmm. do you think? 
I don't know. Yeah, I, it feels like it could be fun, but it could also be like uh, anxiety. I, like it's that. yeah. As as I've been roasted before, like at, I've done the comedy or not Comedy Central, the um roast battle, roast battle, roast battle at the comedy mm-hmm. store a few times, and it's been with people who are very good roasters and who I'm not friends with. So it's like. Uh-huh. You tend to go harder because you're like, I don't really give oh, a yeah. shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I remember one girl, <laughs> I will always remember this one, and it still like stings, but it's there where she was like, Barbara just got a role in, in the show Fresh Off the Boat as the boat. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so good, but it hurt. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Christine's God. Christine's like, no. I'm not <laughs> against it. I don't I think, think I've ever. I've, I've been roasted a few times, but I haven't had anybody really make one that's like landed hard before. Why yeah, have you guys all been like roasted? That's really so well. weird to me. I think just because we're up, in comedy. And, our time know, in, our time in stand up roasting is like, you know, a big thing. That's so funny. I love that. I was through a toast, a toast for me one time for my birthday at Big Fish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did some that, was fun. That. that was fun. Yeah. What is that? Everyone just toasts you? Yeah, just like says nice like things. We made positive jokes roast jokes. They do like a yeah. Ju- yeah, it's like a twist where you do you still do roast jokes, but it's about nice. It's a nice version. Mm-hmm. I like. I that. know it doesn't sound like it would work, but it does. Yeah, I can't remember try to any picture examples. It. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I remember doing. I, I did. There, there's a show called Toast Rattle. Is that what it is? That Kyle Ayers does. And I, I did it against Maggie May one time. You'll be like Maggie May's Conan set was so good you forgot he's not on NBC anymore or something. Oh, that's so funny. it's like yeah, I see. You okay. divert it to something else, but you were nice to the person. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> okay. In these yeah. freaking fragile millennial snowflakes <laughs> these days, Tears. snowflake kids. <laughs> right. okay, avocado to, toast, motherfuckers. We have right. to take a break. I would love to be avocado toasted. We're going to take a break and marker. come back with Lady Problems. Bear me. Bye. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Danielle. Christine here. Woo. Okay, we're gonna do lady problems. If you have one, send them to us. Lady to lady comedy at gmail.com. You can give us a call also at 3236 but 30. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Here's the first one. Hi, ladies. Uh, lady problem for you. Uh, so I am in the middle of planning a wedding, which is horrible and terrible, but also fun and exciting. Um, 2023, so we've got some time. So my dad has a sister who is very well off, um, owns a winery, has lots of money. Haven't seen her since I was maybe 10 years old, but... Her and my dad do not get along, but this lady's got oodles and oodles of money. So do I send her a save the date, hoping that she will not show up and send me sweet gifts and or cash, or do I continue to not talk to this person I haven't talked to for over a decade, or do I take advantage of the situation? I asked my dad. He said, you know, it's a crapshoot. Worst case scenario, they show up. So, I don't know. What do you think? Do I scrape up as much as I can? Or do I take the high road and continue to not invite these terrible people, even if they do have lots and lots of money? All right. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Any advice is helpful. Love you. Oh, oh man. Hmm. <laughs> well, the fact that she ran it by her dad kind yeah. of changes my opinion because I was going to, my initial answer was, of course not. That's mm-hmm. not fair to do your dad because if they show up, if this woman shows up, that puts everything in an awkward. But the thing is, it still it still would put everything in an awkward position. And why right. would you want to do that to yourself on your wedding? Why would you want mm-hmm. tension on your wedding? No, avoid tension at all costs. No, don't do it. Yeah, it's not worth like a couple hundred bucks. 
it's going to be. Yeah. Like, it's what like, are you okay, expecting to get? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not worth it. I mean, okay. Well, but weddings are expensive. Hmm. I mean, if this lady's going to give you $2,000 or something, not. sure. But like. It's still not going to make it worth it. I mean, why would you do that to your dad? And why would. Uh, yeah. I just think it's. It's also just crass. Like, well, we just, also don't know what makes her terrible. It's like, yeah. it must be pretty bad if they haven't spoken to her for that long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. I'm assuming. Is there some kind of fake out situation we can do where she invites her, but it's the wrong address? So she yeah, still like gets that. the gift, but. Or make it like I a like destination that. wedding and the destination is like Beirut or something. But yes. like, it's not really there, but just tell <laughs> well, her. Well, her there. second home is there. So, yeah. right. Well, and um, she has to buy the tickets through your quote unquote referral links, and then oh no, what happens? <laughs> just right. scammer. No. Just scammer. <laughs> That's a perfect what uh, energy to bring to a, a new union. But it's I also mean, like, doesn't every wedding need like the crazy aunt or uncle who's there true. going? Mm. That's definitely the role I like to play. I need to build that wall. You know, like yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. have that. She's gonna take over the microphone. At- yeah, who's going to be spouting conspiracy theories? Yeah, it's hard to know what kind of shitty she without knowing what kind of shitty she is. Right. It is hard to know. Right, because she might just be quietly shitty in the corner. But yeah, right. And Again, if that's the case, I just she might like- be interesting shitty, you know, like mm-hmm. kooky and saying funny, weird stuff. She might be a flat earther and they could be fun. <gasps> oh, that yeah. is funny. Saying yeah. s- insane stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still feel like. You're going to get gifts from other people. I just feel like it's not worth it. Like, yeah. I, and like, also, like, do you really want to take money? From, of course, you want to take money from her. But like, that's why you wrote in. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's 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 it's, it's probably not the worth possible it, yeah. cash is not worth it. And I do yeah. think it probably would be this woman sending a check. I do think that's the most likely thing is that she would yeah. come and would just send a gift. But I mean, I've been to plenty of weddings where I didn't I had someone I wanted to avoid for one reason or another, and I I've avoided them fine. I haven't been the person getting married, but yeah, you know, I do think like what you're gonna talk to her for five minutes at this thing. It's oh not, yeah, probably won't be a long involved interaction at your own wedding. You don't get to hang out with anyone. Like you Mm-mm. get like right. two minutes with each person. Yeah, just bipping and bopping between people. Yeah, you can put her at the table with like the randos who you didn't know. I right. know if you should invite them. the people. Who I'm just d- saying, if you make the decision to do it. Yeah. I mean, I also think that you asking her for money opens a door to her communicating with you more potentially too. So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. what is that worth to you to keep that door shut? Is maybe a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. with this person, like it's yeah, not just it's, here's the money and then I never talk to you again. Yeah, well, it could yeah. be, but we don't. It know. could be. Yeah, I mean, it sometimes be. it is. Really, honestly, like. Hmm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind I guess I don't be. know how that works anyway. Because, yeah, I guess she could just send you a check. But it, it probably wouldn't be worth it. And, like, also, yeah, she could just buy you some garish thing you don't want. Okay. Also. I'm going to say there is a there is a point here where this is worth it, though. If you think you're going to get... I'm going to put it out there. I think if you're going to get $1,000 or more, I'm going to say go ahead and send the invite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you have a honeymoon fund, like, if there's already yeah. a way for people to give you money, that also changes it maybe do people um, do that do people give a thousand dollars or more to their niece who they haven't seen in 10 years i mean it I just seems unlikely i don't know how rich mean people are because like if yeah. i was rich i would be doing that shit but i'm not a mean person that's what i'm saying <laughs> right. i don't think it's worth the risk because i think, it, I think it's yeah. gonna be like here's one of your forks you asked for and i'm showing up in person yeah yeah Uber rich people are notoriously cheap as well yes that's, right exactly so. Yeah. yeah, let's give this one a no invite. I think. Maybe I'd they should just no. kill her and you know oh. make sure she's in the inheritance. Yeah. Also, be fr- you could befriend her, make sure you're in the will and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think First. that's maybe a better yeah. long term strategy. You get more out of it that way. You know. There you go. And then you don't have to deal with your dad and her being in the same room. You can just separately become her friend behind his back. Yeah. Great situation. Yeah, that's exactly. really good advice. What if you ex- <laughs> what if you extorted your father and said, "What's it worth to you for her to not be?" Oh, oh, there we go. I like your thinking. Ask yes. every the whole Thank family; you. they can all put in how much they would yes. pay for her to, to not, not be there. have her. And, there. and, and then tell her, tell her, tell yeah. her the amount, 
and tell her if she tops it, she can spite them all and show up. Yes. And then oh you've gosh. got yourself a like this a... Great. This is great. A bidding war. A bidding yeah. war. I love exactly. this. Beautiful. Absolutely. The perfect karma to start a union. Yes. I love the it. The juice <laughs> will be worth the squeeze. We can definitely say. <laughs> um, but yeah, good luck. Don't invite her. Duh. <laughs> okay, here's our other one. Hey, ladies. First time calling. My lady problem is something that I don't normally hear on your episodes. Um, I recently had a baby about four months ago, and my sex drive is just gone. I have no desire to be with my par- partner of like five months. Um, I used to be a very sexual person, and I feel really guilty because I don't get any pleasure or have the desire to have these special moments we used to have. Um, so if you guys have any advice, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for all the laughs. I feel like we're friends already. Hope to hear this on your pod. Bye. Did she say her partner of five months? I think so. So she if got that's together. Correct, then she the said they in the got, last she got month. pregnant at one month, but I'm not sure. How old's her baby? Four months. Four months. Four, Four months. months. Four months. I'm old. so confused right now. Okay. I I'm, think maybe they've been kid together five months and then she had she got pregnant or something. I'm not sure. It's okay. hard to tell. That's what okay. That is there. It's okay. They're together um, now. I don't think anyone that has a four month old has to worry about having sex. Yes. Let's just put that out there. You can. I agree. Take sex off the table for the next. 10 years or so. Um, <laughs> I have two nine-year-olds I was and say, I still don't want to have sex. So. This might explain the popsicles a little bit more. Okay, got it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of my BFFs had a kid this year. He's almost one now and like I... That's what I heard. It's like, I can't imagine, like, you're trying to just keep a human being alive right now. I yeah. feel like sex is not your top priority. No, it's very low. I mean, when you're first, she's just basically given birth. Yeah. Yeah. Your body's still recovering. You're keeping a little tiny human alive. Yeah, if you're like, she's not with sleeping. someone who's expecting sex at four months. That's kind of insane. Like, that's a problem for sure. If that, if I think she on. should just not even worry about this right now it will come back yeah I eventually agree. and if it doesn't go to your doctor don't call into a podcast <laughs> and also yeah i mean yeah for sure there is a lot of people who have some depression stuff after giving birth yeah. i was a person who had mm-hmm. postpartum depression and i ended up having to well i just went off my medication and had to go back on it and i was like oh i'm crying all the time maybe i should take my antidepressants and stop breastfeeding um but like yeah four months you're just in the woods man how yeah, long is the woods it? figuring like it out how long does i mean i think oh, I don't for me it was like two years of like really twins. tough yeah it was really tough times for a couple of years yeah i feel about like you, until, at least until they start becoming more of a a person that's you know not just a tiny, tiny baby that, yeah. like you said, just, just keeping I mean, alive. I had pre, mid, and postpartum depression. So I don't, I don't really remember about the sex. I don't remember, like, my husband also wasn't, like, badgering me about it or anything. Mine wasn't either. I yeah. mean, I think we yeah. were both focused on just having a baby. So we weren't really, I don't even think we were thinking about that. But that's not to say that it's, that it's, you know, a negative thing that the guy wants sex, but it it's should be, you know, just put on the back burner, I think, for a while. Yeah, I mean, if if you're like you were saying, you guys have been together, you know, a short sort of short time, five months before that. I it's you know, that's tough because you're in still in like a new relationship mm-hmm. and you're dealing with this huge thing. So I feel like you probably feel a certain amount of pressure to be like maybe she meant they haven't had sex in five months oh maybe like they didn't have sex the last Mm -hmm. month of pregnancy and then for Uh, four months afterwards i'm just i'm just trying to deduce what's going on i don't really know that would make sense because I've yeah, that heard makes more sense normal i've heard from some girlfriends that you get like really horny when you're pregnant so maybe i mean i think it depends i think it depends but if that was the case for her maybe that's part of like what is fucking shit right. up for her. She thought, oh, it was going to be smooth sailing from that into after having the kids. So, just yeah. remember, caller, 
What's her name? Do we know her name? No. Um, um, wants, wants to have sex in Minneapolis. Your <laughs> body has just gone through a whole thing, and it's still going through a yeah. whole thing because you're, mm-hmm. uh, if you're breastfeeding, then you're breastfeeding, and if, even if you're not, your hormones have changed, and 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 also your mental place it's somewhere else you're you're just mentally you're you want to just take care of a baby and sleep hopefully so don't beat yourself up this is this is not a thing to worry about and also i think we all know the worst thing for sex is when you're being anxious about it no one wants to fuck when you're thinking uh, we should be we should be having sex (laughs) i have an idea this is not a sex idea but like the sleep thing because it is i i know a lot of my new mom friends are like so sleep deprived like what if you guys just like spoon when you take naps and like you can kind of like yeah. have those like intimate moments and you're still getting to sleep. Yeah. But you're still getting good. physical connection with him. Yeah. I also want to make sure that he is doing as much work as possible. So he is as tired. as tired as yeah. he can be too. Mm. So you aren't just like busting your ass to take care of this kid and he's like sleeping eight hours a night still, just like, well, I want to fuck now. And it's like, oh no, no, no. You need to also be exhausted and terrified that we're <laughs> raising a, a small being. Right. Like he needs to also feel the impact of the massive life change that you guys Absolutely. went I through, too. I think one benefit of having twins is everyone <laughs> is exhausted. There's no way for the man <laughs> to, like, want to fuck because everybody has a baby to take care of. Um, yeah. See, I breastfed and I was told erroneously by the nurses that I had a breastfeed like literally every two to three hours and the time started from the beginning of the first time you start breastfeeding so it's basically I was up like every hour so there wasn't really my husband really didn't have to get up because I was breastfeeding you know what I mean there wasn't really Mm -hmm. anything he could do right it wasn't like my baby was crying because he had to have his diaper changed like he wasn't ever Mm -hmm. crying I was just told to get up all the time so I did feel very resentful and kind of to this day still feel a little resentful. But again, I don't really know what we could have done differently because even if you put the breast milk in a bottle, then they worry about nipple confusion and stuff. They want to be consistent, you know. So anyway, that's just like unfair biology at work. It is. But also, I didn't need to feed him that often. The nurses, I don't know why they told me that. They also told me he was going to be a girl. So, I mean, you know, what what, what can you do? What does science know? Wow. (laughs) Those nurses. Let's go back and yell at them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think he just needs to, like, take a beat, have some empathy. He should do some reading if he hasn't just, you know, I, I don't know how you know informed he is about the process and like where things are at too but like i get the you know, feeling from some her patience though, is expected my vibe on this was though was that she's like missing sex honestly i didn't really get the vibe that he was i don't think she'd oh, be yeah. missing it if she doesn't have a sex drive that's true you mean Not she missing misses- it but she's just confused about where yeah she's at okay it. and maybe yeah. like the intimacy that comes from that oh. you know okay because she says she's like you know doesn't doesn't really get any pleasure or have the desire to have special moments they used to so i think it's like right yeah i think Tess that's really a good point it's like finding you know kind of new ways right now to be yeah, intimate. there when are that's lots of other ways to be mm-hmm. intimate yeah you guys get to have a lot of firsts with this baby together you know i mean that's extremely exciting it is yeah do any of you guys have person. kids i forget Mm-mm. no no I have a dog. Oh. <laughs> my dog, my is, dog my is my baby. baby. Brandy, be- Bre- I will say Brandy breastfed her dog way too long. Um, That's how long? Oh, yeah. if, if your dog could start asking, I think it's too long. It's just not right. <laughs> if he develops right. language, then yeah. right. If he's it's asking for the titty. Off. My yeah. Spanish teacher did teach me a really funny Spanish word, which is perijo, which is dog son. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, I love that. That had to be yeah. developed by an, an Angelino. There's no way that comes from Spanish. That's really That's funny. I like to call mine my little petty hose. But yeah, I think good luck. I think, yeah, try to take the pressure off. That's always the, I think the number one key to, you have enough shit going on to be worried about. Try to not, try to Hits like news. put that low on your, on your list right now. Yeah. yeah it's going to come back when it's going to and the more like, mentally you're like where 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 are you the i think it will make it harder and harder for sure a watch pot never comes or whatever so exactly. <laughs> yeah i love to just like put a pot on and then walk into my bedroom and then hear it going ah, in the other room and then i come in and it stops right it's crazy exactly <laughs> that's our new product is it it makes come noises when it boils okay 
Lady to Lady Cum Pot, 1999, plus shipping and handling. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Oh, this was a blast. Today. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, let everyone know where they can find your show and any of your other stuff that you got going on. Yeah, so it's called um, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. It's available on all, um, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, it's Pod How to Survive. And if you want to email us and just say you got this wrong or want you to do this episode or this Please is how correct I us. Yeah, we love or, to be corrected. Yes. Or if this is how I survive this, then it's podhowtosurvive at gmail.com. Thank you. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey, ladies. Very long time listener, first time caller. I don't have a problem because my life is luckily really. Great, um, but I just want to say I'm in Ashland, North Carolina. I'm on my way to see Brandy right now, and downtown Asheville. I'm very excited, and I also wanted to let you guys know the weirdest real name I've ever heard was Clint Sprinkle. Yeah, marinate on that one. All right, I will see y'all on Wednesday. Bye. Hi, ladies. Um, not a first-time caller, and I don't have a lady problem, but I just wanted to offer some advice to the lady from the most recent episode um, with Dave Holmes, who's going through a breakup. Um, one thing that really helped me after leaving my long-term breakup um, is knowing that even though somebody isn't meant to be in your life right now, for whatever the reason, that doesn't mean that you can't love and care for that for them from afar. Um, and I agree that no contact is the best way to go, but you know, that doesn't mean that you can't have positive thoughts and feelings for this person and hope that they end up okay in the end and, you know, have good energy and intentions for them without telling them those things. Um, because sometimes people aren't meant to be in your life at a certain time. And it's unfortunate, especially in your situation where it happens so suddenly. Um, but you got this. Take time for yourself and grow as a person, but know that that doesn't mean that for this person is any less. Um, hope this helps. Uh, good luck. And, you know, definitely eat some ice cream for dinner or breakfast or anything. All right, ladies. Have a good one. Bye.